Hi, and welcome to Says Who. Today, my guest is Ryan Angel, who is an actress, producer, and event coordinator here in Los Angeles. So Ryan, welcome to Says Who. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. I'm gonna jump right in with the first question I'm asking everyone, okay. which is something actors get a lot, yes. um, and many of us don't enjoy very much, yeah. which is, tell me a little bit about yourself. Ah, that question, <laughs> that fun, fun question. Um, I think what makes that so tricky is that obviously when you're on shows, you want to talk and promote what you're doing and stuff, right? But I think more often than not, people are more interested in who you are rather than what you're doing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, I'm going to start with how I got into it because a lot of times people are like, yeah, but how did you go from that to that? You know, they just skip over the juicy meaty parts. Definitely. So yeah. So mine actually started, oh, I don't know. I think when I first started making up stories, I was three or four and I would um, watch videotapes of old movie musicals and I would copy down all the lyrics, you know, rewind. I'm dating myself, but rewind, <laughs> copy down lyrics, copy down lyrics, and then sing them ad nauseum. And so when my mom got married, again, uh, to my stepdad, um, I ended up getting into a company called Young Actors Theatre, which is uh, Tony Hale talks about it a lot, actually, because he's a Tallahassee person, too. And so from there, uh, we did a ton of musicals. My first one was Fiddler on the Roof. Um, we then moved to Connecticut during my high school years, which kind of opened up everything. I realized you could actually do this as a career. I mean, you see it, but, right. but you think maybe not for me or I'm, you know, I'm good at making up stories, but what does that mean sort of thing. Uh, went to NYU Tisch because I came from a high school that was very, very supportive of the arts, which was fantastic because Tallahassee, it wasn't really a thing so much. <laughs> um, so, uh, but in Connecticut, because it, there was quite a bit more money too. So there was actually an arts program. The high school did four shows a year. One was a Shakespeare, one was a musical. I mean, it was kind of a blessed, for not being in a performing arts school, right? It was kind of a blessed thing. And then once I realized it could be a career, sorry, mom, um, <laughs> that's kind of what I put everything into. So I really pursued it very hard while I was in New York and spent kind of 10 years, I like to joke, bumming around the uh, theater scene. So did a little um, regional theater and kind of my first love. And then 10 years ago, I moved out here to do film and television because everybody was like, well, film and television, you know, I mean, if you really, because at the time I was there, Broadway had started to become very, very pricey ticket wise. And also uh, A-list actors kind of wanted to to do theater, you know, right. either because they had come from a theater background and they missed it, or to get kind of what they jokingly were called to as like street cred, like I'm also a theater actor sort of thing. Um, so it was just harder and harder. It seemed like it was becoming more uh, of an elite. So sort of what you see sometimes in film and television where, you know, you have your a-list actors who are going to get all the series regular offer only same sort of thing with theater like all the leads were going to go to name people for ticket sales which is fantastic but it left us without a name you know right. sort of further and further back uh, on the list so my agent at the time said go to LA get a name as though <laughs> that, that happens that's just what oh. you do oh <laughs> at the I border see. that's right that up. that's right. right here here's your passport <laughs> and your fame card it's fantastic <laughs> 
Uh, and then, you know, life lifes. Um, you and I actually ended up doing this first internet sitcom. Yes. Which is kind of amazing. Um, which I don't, I haven't tried to look up since then. So I'm, I'm a little scared, but it's out there, people. It's out there. Um, <laughs> And then kind of life did what life does and a, and a bunch of stuff came up and I had to take a significant portion of time off. Um, but I love it, you know? And it's the only thing that I've ever found that I've consistently wanted to do for my entire life. That was very long-winded, but that's something about me and Ex how I got started. Exactly. <laughs> so you say, you know, life lifed and yeah. that happens a lot, but you've been in this now a significant amount of time. Yes. What do you do to keep yourself fresh? What do you do to sort of keep yourself in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really a combination of things. I think mindset is probably the most important thing because, you know, people say that there's a lot of rejection in the business. I don't see it so much as rejection, but there is a lot of not you in the business. <laughs> yes. So, and I make that distinction because I have been on the other side of the table and there is an energy with someone who is right for the role and when they walk in you just pray that they can walk and talk you know because they just have whatever that essence of the person is and you can't fake that you can't change that you know so I I don't view it as rejection per se but there is a lot of like mm, not quite the chemistry not quite the essence that we were looking for we like you we love you we think you're great not it yeah. <laughs> you know so I think you have to get to a space of, I have to be incredibly confident, and not always, but incredibly <laughs> confident in my own abilities and my own worth. And I think that takes a really long time, you know, and I think it ultimately has to come back to doing the work and whether that's something that you create yourself or, you know, self-taping um, roles that you download online because, you know, Sides Express, you can, you can always be pulling stuff. This is a show that I would be right for. This is a role that I'd want to do, but you have to keep it fresh. Um, but that's an inside job. You right. know, nobody's going to do that for you. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, I know that you did have to take a fair portion of time off for life yes. reasons. Yes. What was it like getting back in? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say that was all sunshine and roses. <laughs> but sometime during that time, and a little backstory you know, but for the viewing uh, populace, I actually got really sick and wasn't physically able to really do anything, including drive for a number of years. And um, <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, to, uh, coming, coming from a place of, I'm just happy to be outside, right? you know, yeah. um, I just kind of, and it's been baby steps since then, but I just kind of felt like, why shouldn't I do this? You know, and, and what's actually really interesting, because I had a very supportive parents, well, parent, my mom was very supportive. My dad was always like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not that he wasn't supportive, but it wasn't like, yay. Right. You know, yay. my daughter's <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I mean, I think if I was pulling in millions at 11, it would have been a different thing. Well, uh, sure. Obviously. <laughs> um, but recently, because I've become more and more committed to it. So it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I'm back. You know, it was sort of, I'm back, but I still have to pay my bills. So I became a corporate flight attendant and then I was gone for five years, basically, right? right. So, you know, it, it, it's been sort of a, God, I love this so much. How do I make it work? Right. You know, and 
recently actually it's interesting because I think I've hit the threshold where now even my mom is like other things you want to do I mean <laughs> is, is acting it which I'm having actually a really tough time with because yeah. she's always been so supportive and now it's like oh but you could make a living as like this event coordinator or right. you know and it's I don't know it's it's interesting I'm in a weird and yet I'm more than ever like oh no Oh no, this, this is, this is, in fact, the more you ask me, the more I'm going to stick with this. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not as much digging in as, you know, when you face giving up something and really sit with it, you know, and not, not the like actor version of giving up, like, oh, I can't do this, but the, <laughs> so I don't know, it's so hard, but the actual practical, I'm calling my agent and telling him I'm no longer going to be an actor. I'm, you know that hurts me like that 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 physically makes me cry you know so that's not right for me then okay exactly so yeah. what so then what is exactly yeah yeah uh you said you've been on the other side of the table mm. what would be some things that you've learned from being on that side of the table and by that side of the table uh, just uh, to clarify, that means somebody who's hiring actors, not someone who is an actor trying to get yes. <laughs> The other, other side, side of the table. <laughs> um, I think the first, and I know it's been said over and over and over again, but please be on time. <laughs> please know your lines, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it's, and I don't mean like totally off book, um, unless it's one line and then probably totally off book. Um, but have some thought, and I, I know from being an actor how terrifying that is um, in terms of just auditioning. I don't know why having a conversation when you're doing it in front of a camera and people who can cast you suddenly becomes the <laughs> most terrifying thing ever. I'm, yes. And I keep trying to remind myself, I'm just having a conversation. I'm just, I have them every day. I'm having one now. You know, <laughs> but for some reason, when it's in a hiring situation, you become this panicked trapped animal like you're in a it's the work like you're gonna die you know it's <laughs> fear is an amazing thing it is um but you know we can you can really tell when you're watching someone whether they're prepared and having a freak out yes or they literally possibly just got the things don't know what's going on didn't make any choices maybe didn't care maybe didn't care mm -hmm. And I know fear can sometimes come off as not caring as well, but I would rather try to delve into that a little bit than just have that like, eh, uh, sorry, what? And don't apologize. Oh my God, don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. Don't apologize. Like we, everybody is rooting for you in that room, you know, because as a person looking for someone we need the person yeah you know yeah and I don't care if you think you were the worst creature ever like just hideous you know crawling out on your belly just don't apologize <laughs> just don't apologize because we might have seen something that was apparent in the beingness of you that had nothing to do with what you did with the lines that had not you know and yeah. want to see more but watching you have zero confidence in yourself makes it very difficult to want to try to pull that out. Even, yeah. you know, it starts to make you question whether or not you actually did see something. Exactly. Instead of, uh, I was told once, probably 
a hundred times. <laughs> uh, always assume the casting director knows what they're doing yeah. in calling you in. Yeah. I mean, it is their job. But, you know, in calling you in or if you're questioning your right for the role, if you're questioning, you know, whatever it is, always assume the casting director knows something you don't, knows yes. what they're doing. It's their job. Yes. And that sounds a little bit like, yeah, I always assume that. Yeah. Well, yes. The only time that would not be the case yes. is if your pictures are 10 to 20 years old. That's true. Don't do that. Well, and then the casting director knows what they're doing. <laughs> they're just assuming you're 14. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, in general, don't, don't do that. Or that high gloss weirdness where you're not in focus. Don't, yeah, do, don't that. do that. Just don't do that. Well, speaking of things not to do. Yes. We're not not going to do that. Right. It is time for the lightning round. Are you ready? Yay, I All am. Right. I think. Okay. okay. We'll see. Maybe. Here we go. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you about life right now? Uh, nine and three quarters. Love it. Yeah. What is your favorite country to visit? Oh, ah, that's tough. Because I've traveled around the world. Ooh, ooh, um, Italy. What is the last country you visited? Ooh, Hungary. What is a country you would love to visit? Uh, that I haven't? Up to or, you. Up to me. Uh, New Zealand. I'd really like to go to New Zealand. <laughs> what is your favorite color? Oh, that's tough, because there's, like, colors are great. Um, teal. What is your least favorite color? Like that mud, like the, the baby poop brown. That's, yeah. What is the best way for you to de-stress? Yoga. Dress up or dress down? <laughs> See, I so want to say dress up, but it's not like little people, pet, like my fuzzy, yeah, dress down. <laughs> what is your favorite article of clothing? Ah, that's a good question that I currently own. Okay, so I had motorcycle boots that I bought in 1991. I literally just threw them away because they were falling off my feet. Those are my favorite articles of clothing and they're gone. Sad. Do you like your handwriting? No, <laughs> it's, no, but it's mine. I own it. Looks like a doctor's, but it's fine. What is the least favorite thing about yourself? Oh. Uh, how hard I can be on myself. What is your most favorite thing about yourself? Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna sing my way through this question. Um, probably that I'm always attempting to find the best in every situation and person. Now, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, oh, superpowers. I want all the superpowers. Um, flying. What is your secret talent? Secret? I can roll my eyes, nice. which is just creepy, but <laughs> and makes me dizzy, but it's fun. <laughs> what is the best piece of acting advice you've been given? Oh, um, it's probably what my mom always says to me, which isn't acting advice per se, but it's just keep the faith. What is the worst piece of acting advice you've been given? <laughs> there have been so many. Um, wow. Uh, I'm just trying to think of one that like kind of encapsulates like the, the oh, okay. Um, someone told me once that whenever you're on stage, you should always make sure to walk closer to the audience so that you can, you can be the center of attention. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's still, I'm like, 
That's upstate never, okay. It's literally the, okay, sure. Sure. So what is one piece of advice you would give someone who's just starting out as an actor? Besides don't do that? Yes. Yes. Okay. I I mean for me it would be to to study, to actually, you know, take class because I think it makes you more confident as a person going into the room. Um, and it doesn't mean that it has to be a lifelong pursuit, though for me it has been. Um, but I, I think it's important, even if it's an improv class, you know, just to get working with a team so you know what that's about. And if you were going to start start acting today, uh. what would you do differently? <sighs> okay. Uh, I probably would not go to a college for it. I mean, I'd go into class, but I that would be a shift that I would make because it really is a time commitment. What's your spirit animal? <gasps> oh, ah, that's a good question. Um, spirit animal. And we always joke about it, right? Like, she's my spirit animal. Probably, okay, probably Jennifer Lawrence, just because of her unabashedly I am me self, which I appreciate. What does creativity mean to you? Being able to authentically express yourself in whatever way you choose. What is a movie that you tend to watch and rewatch? Oh, um, probably movies that I associate with, like, classics, but our classics, right? So Breakfast Club, uh, Pretty in Pink, Princess Bride, you know, those. What are you watching right now? Uh, films, I'm still playing catch up from the Oscars, sorry. <laughs> bad, bad actor. Um, I really, really, really liked Get Out, which I just watched, um, again, actually. And then television, I just started watching The Resident, and I like Madam Secretary, and I am just starting Stranger Things, I know, but I got him as screeners, so I'm going through the seasons, you know. So for television, binge watch or one at a time? I like mini binges, you know, like I like one or two, I can't, I, I just, I have to, I'm too active to sit and just totally couch potato for the entire time, but I do like two, maybe three in a row, that's fun. So if someone were adapting your life story, mm. would it be film or theater? Oh, it would be a duck call. <laughs> um, I would say miniseries. And who would play you? Well, I would like to play me. Um, <laughs> but as a kid, um, I really like Millie Bobby Brown, I think, to play like a younger me, because she has kind of that quirky thing, which I enjoy. Well, Ryan, you have made it through the lightning round. Congratulations. Thank you. And Thank we you. are moving on. Moving on. So we are going to end this the way I end every time, which is with James Lipton's 10 questions from the end of uh, Inside the Actors Studio, because really, as actors, how many of us are actually going to get to answer these questions? You are. I hope so. <laughs> well, now, certainly. <laughs> yes, certainly. This is good practice at the yes, very yes, least. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> so, Ryan? Yes. What is your favorite word? Desire. What is your least favorite word? Oh. No. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Mm, passion and, and that like butterfly excitement. I love that. What turns you off? Uh, 
probably like ridiculous bitterness and negativity to a point like for no reason, just as a whole, you know, like just the attitude. What is your favorite curse word? <sighs> there are so many, there are so many, but right now I think just for, I mean, they're all versatile, right? But I'm really enjoying ass. Just that S on the end, it's so descriptive, ass, yeah. What sound or noise do you love? Laughter. What sound or noise do you hate? Fingernails on a chalkboard. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, two, actually. I really, I love to move. Um, so I think being a professional dancer, had I discovered it earlier, I think that might've been a fight because uh, I just love it. And I also do mosaics and I think that would be really cool to like take on a large scale project like they have in, you know, an entire church or something. I just think that would be amazing. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, I would be a horrible doctor. Um, having somebody's life in my hands in that way uh, actually terrifies me. And finally, Ryan, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, welcome to the party. Let's plan your next trip down. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you so much thank you. for coming out and taking the time. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. All right. Thank you. Bye.